Welcome to the Keep the Fire Burning Podcast. I'm your host, Bishop Elvin Thompson. And I'm your co-host, Lady Valerie. Well, today we have a good one coming to you. We have our children all the way from the great state of Colorado. I'm telling you, we're going to the mountains with this one. And so you all sit back and relax. You're not going to want to miss the next two or three episodes of Keep the Fire Burning as we are going to be talking with uh, Damon and Candia Reeves. So sit back and relax as we keep the fire burning. Welcome back to the Keep the Fire Burning podcast. I'm your host, Bishop Elvin Thompson, along with Lady Valerie, our co-host. And we have been talking now uh, for the past um, few episodes with uh, Damon and Candia Reeves uh, from Colorado Springs, Colorado. And uh, on our last episode, we were talking, uh, we ended by talking about um, the importance of having a healthy relationships and we want to pick back up on that a little bit and talk about uh i believe uh valor well we believe because we talk about this quite often on the podcast uh how important it is um to have a healthy um relationship uh as a husband and a wife um we've seen the opposite of that uh on several occasions uh we have seen um some relationships uh, and seeing individuals within those relationships do some very, very bad and unhealthy things toward um, one another. And we thank God that, you know, we were married at a young age, um, you know, and we did have to learn a lot of things. Um, but the one thing that we've always had uh, between the two of us is a great deal of respect for one another. Yes. Um, wouldn't you say that? Absolutely. We have the res- that mutual res- respect. And even as a young age, you know, um, we talk about your your background. You said you never had that. Mm-hmm. You had, you know, in your um, childhood. And I never saw it because, you know, I was raised by a single mother, mm-hmm. just my mother. Mm-hmm. But somehow... God placed that mechanism inside of us. And when we came together, you know, we just naturally had a respect. And we just, and we liked each other. Yeah. Even and when we were upset with each other, you still, I like you. See, I, I just I, didn't I, want to talk I, to you at I, the moment. And I think that's so very important. <laughs> you know, everybody talk about we love each other, but do you like the person you're yes. with? You know, uh, because uh, you got to spend a lifetime with that person. Right. And so, you you know, we, we often say that we are each other's best friend. Uh, you know, outside of God, I tell you, she's my only real friend, you know, uh, you know, because I know from a friendship standpoint, I can talk with Val about anything and share anything, my strengths, my weaknesses, my those things that cause me to have fear uh, my anxieties, my good days, my bad days, that, you know, uh, you know, 
and she's loved me through my worst of days and kept liking me through some of those <laughs> bad days. You Likewise. Know? <laughs> you know, and as you were saying, Val, you know, uh, I come from a background where, um, you know, I, you know, I saw quite a bit of abuse, domestic violence um, uh, in the home uh, at an early age, you know. And one of the things I never wanted was to uh, duplicate that in my own relationship. I always said, even as a young man, I don't, I'm not going to be fighting with the person I say I love. I'm not, I'm not going to be married to someone and have to fight with them every day and, 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 you know, uh, in that manner. And so it was very important to me from the beginning of our marriage that I did not duplicate uh, some of those bad um, um, uh, behaviors and unhealthy uh, things I saw, not, you know, and not just the physical abuse, but the mental abuse right. and the verbal abuse, you know, and the emotional abuse, yes. you know, uh, you know, so having watched uh, and seen what emotional and and verbal uh, and mental abuse, as well as physical abuse, looked like, uh, I, you know, uh, it was important to me and always has been and is to this day that I try my best to make sure that we don't bring that into, I didn't bring that to my relationship and then to teach others how to keep that out of their relationships. And so it's always been a big, big part of our ministry, yes. uh, couples, to minister to couples and to try their very best to help couples uh, to uh, have a healthy uh, relationship. And Damon and Candia, uh, you both are, were a part of that. Uh, as, uh, you know, we met you all as a young couple, uh, you know, and just begin to um, just so you all were never uh, having any of those crazy things like I grew up with. Uh, but, you know, just being a young couple and just kind of walking y'all through those and walking with you. Uh, I won't say walking uh, you through it, but walking with you with through you, it. Right. And walking you with, with you through those early years of your marriage, you know, and, and seeing how um, you all loved each other and have always been best friends to each other, you know, and care enough about the other person to not want to see them hurt, you know. Uh, you know, and so I know that in the years of ministry we've been in, I've seen, we've seen about everything. I don't, you know, just when I think I have to say that and I think I've seen everything, somebody else come with something crazy. You think you've seen it all, man. But the, but we have, I had to sit down and counsel with people um, uh, on multiple occasions because uh, the relationship that they had was just not sustainable. You can't right. sustain a relationship where you know you're you're, you're verbally, or mentally, emotionally, or physically abusing each other. Uh, you know uh, uh, all the time. And I wanted to know uh, from your standpoint. Um, what do you all think about the importance of having a healthy relationship? I think you were saying about the foundation being strong on our last episode. Uh, share with us a little bit about that, and maybe you all may want to share. What have you all seen? Have you seen some of those unhealthy things uh, in some in some of the lives of the people that you've counseled with uh, over the years? Uh, 
Miss Yai, when I worked at the school, was a little Japanese lady. She would teach me different things. And um, I, I remember, I think one day my husband got on my nerves and she was like, always go into an argument like this because you know he loves you. And it just kind of stuck with me that they go into disagreements with the mindset that this person loves me. Mm. You know, they could not have possibly meant to say that the way. That's good. The way that I'm understanding it, you know. And when you think about it like that, like this person is not, they love me. Yeah. They're not trying to intentionally hurt me. They're not trying to attack me. Even if I feel attacked, that was not their intention. Yes, that's real good. And so she said that they always go into disagreements like that, thinking, okay, well, he couldn't have meant it that way, so let me get clarification. Let me, I must I must have misunderstood because he loves me and he didn't mean that. Amen. <laughs> but I have a couple of things. Um, you said something that I think is really important. You guys said that you guys... Um, talk with each other and respect each other and you're your best friends. One of the things that I tell a lot of people because they know my husband and I have been married for 28 years. They know we got married young. And so they'll ask me, you know, um, what it takes or how we did it or different things like that. But one of the most common things that I tell people continually is can you kick it together you know right. after wow after the the physical attraction is you know you you got that right roger that's fantastic but when it, it's not like you're gonna be for lack of a better term i'm just gonna be blunt um having sex 24 hours a day you know, so after all that is done, <laughs> after all that is done, can you work together? Can you do things together? Can you just sit and be without saying anything and enjoy each other's company? Right. Can you sit in the silence? Can you can you truly enjoy each other's company? Do you enjoy each other's company? Ooh, like because like if you yeah, if you don't, then what's gonna happen when you get in a fight? You're gonna already be like, you know what, I really don't like you. <laughs> and so I, That's right. You know, I think that that's super important. Yes. What happens when you're not being physical? Mm -hmm. What does your relationship look like then? That's real good. Amen. That's right. And, and you know what? As I was, as you were talking about that daughter, I was thinking, you know what I'm saying? You know, because if you don't like each other in that manner, you know, what happened in that moment when you say, you know, uh, I love you, but I don't like you? Right. You know, at the end of the day, right. I, and when, if you ever get to that place in a marriage where you say, I love you, but I no longer like you, that relationship is doomed. I mean, it is it is it is doomed at that moment, uh, you know. And uh, to be able, as you said, um, to be able just to be together, not doing anything, but just to be together, yeah. you know. Uh, yeah. All good relationships that I have ever 
ministered with, seen, counseled with, every single one of them has that element within it. The couple is able to be together and do nothing. They don't need to be mm-hmm. talking to each other the whole time. They don't, they just, just to be in the house together. They're just in the house together or whatever. They, they're not doing anything that people would think would be exciting or anything. They are just together and they enjoy it. They enjoy sitting there. You know, it could be, uh, you know, she's doing one thing and I'm just enjoying watching her do it. Yeah. I'm not doing anything, but I'm like, mm-hmm. I, I, I like her so much. I like to see her happy and I like to see that this makes her happy and I'm just happy for her. Mm-hmm. That, that every Amen. relationship that I ever, ever counseled with mm-hmm. has that as an element um, to that relationship. And so I think you asked a good question, uh, daughter, that I think that the audience needs to think about, do you like each other? Can you just be uh, together? Yes. Uh, you, you, you know, and uh, uh, son, I've watched how you have just... Um, respected her and you know respect her um as a wife as a woman as a mother but just as a person the respect that you have for her and it shows in how i see how you lean to her and want to know her opinion on things how does she see things when when and when i see that i know that my daughter's in good hands why because i know you respect her you know, you know what I mean, son? Yes, sir. Yes. You know, the, the, the key thing about that Bishop is, is intimacy. And, and I'm not even talking about sex, right? Mm. You know, it's right. not, you know, a lot of people, when they say intimacy, they immediately go to sex and it's not that, you know, intimacy is, is the deep connecting with, with somebody, you know what I mean? The one thing that keeps us from being just, uh, uh, roommates, you know, is is the intimacy that we share together mm-hmm. you know the fact that i can i can let her in to my you know deepest darkest most you know mm-hmm. you know inner parts and she could do the do the same and we have that the vulnerabilities together and we share those vulnerabilities that right there that that allows us to 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 be like this you know you know what i mean bishop uh, absolutely you know also bishop i am when we were early in our marriage I like that you were talking about what you saw growing up. When we were young in our marriage, my parents are divorced. His parents are divorced. His grandparents are divorced. And we know this. So we never really saw what a healthy marriage looks like. Mm -hmm. So we had to sit down. And one day we really sat down and we were like, okay, it, doesn't matter what it looked like growing up it doesn't matter you know we have to decide what do we want our marriage to look like mm-hmm. what would we like it to look like you know because it's easy to mimic things that you've seen mm-hmm. but at the end of the day if this is what i saw mm-hmm. and it wasn't yes. good yes why do i want to mimic that mm-hmm. yes yeah you know what daughter mm-hmm. uh, you, you know you're absolutely right uh, And that's why, you know, when you talk about, um, you know, the generations uh, before you that you didn't get a chance to see that. And my wife 
um, likewise. And then with my side of the house, uh, seeing the abuse and all those type of things, I think that one of the things we all wanted to do, as you were saying, is change that dynamic. Yes. You know, uh, you know, if you don't like what you see, change it. Don't duplicate it. That's right. <laughs> you know, don't. as you say, if you want something you never had, you got to do something you've you never know. done. We wanted to uh, change uh, the uh, trajectory of our of our uh, generations, yes, uh, so that uh, right. that that would not have to continue down our family line. You know, and so we took what we saw because you can learn from good situations and bad situations. And what I'm hearing from you all is just like we did. You all learned from what you saw and you learned what you did not want to be and what you did not want to do. I, I see this, but that's not what I want for myself, you know? And so I, also um, I want to uh, let everybody know on the podcast around the world. Um, this has not been said um, but it's been implied throughout um, that everything that we've learned about marriage, you know, what not to do has come from our natural parents. Um, but everything that we've learned about marriage to do um, has come from you and mama, you know, and, and, and our spiritual parents. And I can't, I, I, this has to be said and this has to be you know, repeated, you know, because, you know, you guys were so influential in our lives um, at a young age, you know, and even to this day, we still learn, you know, stuff from you guys, you know, and so I, 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 I would be so remiss and, and this, this better, this better make the podcast, Bishop. I want to thank both of you guys, you know, personally um, for, for, um, for just everything that you guys have taught, taught us, you know, you know, we, we, we've used everything, you know, yeah. everything and it's, it's been successful. And well, so I just want to thank you and mama and, 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 and love on you and mama for just what you guys mean to us. Oh, we love well, you it's all. It's this honor. What'd, what'd you say, daughter? It, it, I, I think it's good to share too, that that's so important because it's important to find spiritual pa parents oh. that, you know, like the scripture says, follow me as I follow Christ. Yeah. It's important to find spiritual parents that you can follow, that you know they're teaching you in the ways of God. That's right. That are humble enough to say, you know what? I was wrong. Let's do it better. Yeah. You know, yes. and, and that are truly leading you that way. Mm -hmm. I think that's super, super important. Uh, well, I'd not tell I you what. I also want to. I agree with you. Go ahead, daughter. I um you had also asked Bishop um what in our counseling what we have learned and what we have to tell people a lot of times. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that we have to tell them is words once spoken, they cut and you cannot take it back. Yeah. You cannot take it back. That's correct. And so you know, whenever we counsel people, sometimes they just start going back and forth and we have to tell them, look, what you're saying, does it really need to be said? Mm. Well, what God does, God gives us opportunity to learn um, uh, from every situation. Every right. situation, I, I say, is an opportunity for growth. Every op No matter how good or how bad it is, 
every situation, if we look at it the right way, is an opportunity to learn and grow. We can look at the situation and say, you know, I, when I didn't see that, I saw divorces and all that in my life. I saw domestic violence uh, in my life. Then you can say to yourself, well, that's a great opportunity for me to now do something different, to show my family something different and to make sure that uh, future generations are going to see something different. And so Val and I took that and we took that from the beginning of our relationship and made sure that we wanted our children not to see fighting in the house, not to see arg- a bunch of arguing right. and fussing. And that didn't mean we didn't argue now. That just means that we try to keep it from them. We try, yeah. <laughs> try not to expose it to them. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. Let's, I don't want to put, put I don't want to put that unrealistic expectation out there <laughs> like that. There's gonna be no arguments. <laughs> but but we, right. we 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 were intentional about not letting our children have to be witness to that or to uh, having to come into a house where, you know, you're afraid to say anything or, you you know, and you can just feel the tension in the air. And right. so we were intentional about uh, what we what we showed, displayed and had within our uh, within our house and uh, what we taught our children so they could see different. And then uh, when we met with you all and some of the other ones, the Littles, the Chambers, and several other couples, um, we wanted to make sure that that same thing that we wanted for our own natural children, we wanted for you all. We wanted yes. you all to have a good example in front of you. We wanted we wanted to make sure that we set the right example. And we thought about that, and we think about it to this day. Does our relationship reflect a healthy relationship that those who see us can follow? Because at the end of the day, people are watching, and they mm-hmm. know they know when they see a genuine, happy, lovable relationship, and they know when they see it, and they oh, they're just faking it. Right, they're it, not real. Right, those are airs. There, you know. Yeah, they just they just putting on for people, especially children. Yeah, they, they pick up on it oh, so yeah. quickly, you know. And but but look, mm-hmm. but watch this. Look at what has happened now, though. Uh, because of that, uh, we've all been together. I've watched now uh, you all grow. And now uh, we had opportunity to officiate the wedding for uh, your middle daughter, uh, my baby, um, uh, uh, Tori and Joe, uh, you know, and now they are married, you know, and they they didn't see what you all saw growing up. They saw different, you know, and and now mm-hmm. uh, our son Blake and uh, our daughter-in-law um, Kayla are married, you know, and you know they're well on the way of having a good relationship, a good healthy marriage, yes. uh, you, you know. But what we're saying is that uh, it mattered uh, what we saw, and so we wanted to set the right example. We learned from bad examples what not to do. We gave our children an opportunity to see some better examples and learn that, you know what, these are some things that I want to mimic, you know. Mm-hmm. So there are things that I'm sure Tori and them are mimicking in that relationship, although they're individuals, but they so healthy, a healthy marriage, and they won't settle for anything less. Your girls will not settle for anything less uh, than a healthy uh, uh, relationship. Our kids, our girls are not going to settle for anything less uh, than that. They 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 expect that in a relationship. And not even our spiritual children. And they they tell us there's like the ones that are single 
and they were like, Bishop, Mother, we just tell them, we, you know, if someone said, oh, well, I want to marry you, I love you, they said, well, can you give me what Bishop and Mother have? <laughs> because if you can't do that, give that to me, then we're not ready or you're not the right person for me. Yeah, and I, and I tell them, uh, let's say it took work. <laughs> That's right. I, and we're working. I, I tell him, I tell him, listen, listen, uh, she, she had to put up with a lot with me. And, you know, I didn't have to put up with so much with her, but she had to put up with a lot with me as I was growing and learning and developing. Uh, but I, I, uh, Damon and Candy, I think one of the things, though, about that is that I wanted to learn. I wanted to know better. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't know, mm-hmm. but I wanted to know. You know, and I mean, I, I think that you all uh, can uh, uh, um, uh, understand that, right? When you don't know, but you know that there's something better, right? Correct. And it was, we had to decide, okay, what do we want it to look like? Because I think in all of our walk with God and serving God and, and everything, what do we want it to look like? And I think, Bishop, correct me if I'm wrong, that having a healthy marriage and when we talk about giving our kids an inheritance and leaving Mm. a legacy for them so many times we only look at the monetary things right we don't look at the the spiritual legacy that we're leaving Mm. the the example that we're leaving for them and things like that we only look at finances but in my mind like I said, correct me if I'm wrong, but all these other things are legacies that we're leaving our children to. The healthy marriage, the the conflict resolution, mm-hmm. all these kind of things, mm-hmm. the way we talk to each other, mm-hmm. you know, yes. and all that is part of that legacy. Daughter, and, I, and you're absolutely right. You're 100% right. And, 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 and these are the things that really matter. Uh, Money and all those things are, are are good. Those are good tools to have uh, to have some type of finance. But there is absolutely nothing that will continue to produce long after we're gone, like um, the the legacy of the things that we're talking about passing on to them. What they have seen in us. Uh, how we, like you said, how we talk to each other, how we love each other, how we enjoy being around each other, how we laugh together, cry together, pray together, worship together. All of these things are going to be things that will last long after money goes away, long after you spend every dollar in the bank, right? You know, but because we have given them this to hold on to, they can make it through times of a lack of money, because they have something far more, far, far better, uh, having been given uh, unto them. And that's what we mean, uh, uh, son, as you were talking about that foundation. That's what we're talking about. When you give them this kind of a foundation and, you know, we're not we're, we're, we're not just giving it, as First Lady said, to our uh, natural children, but to our spiritual children, mm-hmm. to everyone that comes into uh, contact with us. When they see it, they know it. They say, that's genuine, that's different, that's real, and I want that. And they say, well, what is it? Well, I love God, and I love this woman. She likes, she loves me, I love her. She likes me, I like her. And every day, I grow in my love for her. Every day, 
She tells me she grows in her love for me. And our time together uh, is what we cherish more than anything else. You know, we, we, we love being around everybody else, but we cherish our time together as a couple. <laughs> the time that we spend as a couple is the time when uh, I often tell uh, your mom, uh, uh, daughter, I tell her uh, oftentimes at nighttime we go to bed and I'm laying, we're laying there in the bed in the dark and I say to her, you know, th- you know, this is my best part of the day. The best part of my day is at nighttime once we we lay down and we are the lights out and we are just beside each other and I can just hold her. And to me, that's the best part of the day. I'm not bishop now. I'm I'm not I'm not even daddy right now. I'm not anything. I'm just Elvin here with my lovely wife Valerie. And it my mind is at peace. I can relax. I don't have to worry. I feel safe. And isn't it a good feeling? And, and, yeah. and isn't that, you all, I think, y'all can tell me if I'm wrong, but isn't that the feeling you want to feel when you're in a relationship, when you're married? Don't you want to feel safe? Don't you want to feel like, your, don't you want to feel like your heart is safe? Don't you, feel, want, don't you want to feel like your fears are safe, your, your vulnerabilities are safe? Don't you want to, don't, I mean, yeah. to me, that's important. What do you all think? I think so too, and, and and this is the biggest blessing to have a home. You come into your home, because outside is hectic. Everything is going on outside the walls right. of your home. But when you come to your home, you know. And sometimes they say like you're my home, but you know, but there's peace. Yes. There's peace. There's safety there. Yes. And it's like you can exhale. Yes. You know, and leave Amen. all that behind you because now this is my safe place. What made it not just yes. not just a house because homes are by the thousand and millions mm-hmm. and everything, but this home mm-hmm. has genuine love. Yes, you know uh, that there's a mutual respect there. You yes. know, you know, and you know, we know the boundaries of each other. And we respect that. Oh, that's good. You know, and so so when I come here, everything else is on the outside, and it doesn't it doesn't matter. Yeah, because on inside. <laughs> that's what we have and, and I don't know I think most most young girls that's what they dream of having I, yeah. I, I agree I think I think we we crave that security I always tell my husband this is my favorite place you know yeah. and I think that that's important but another thing that I think is important and I tell my kids uh, I tell my girls because I know, I know in some Christian circles they say it doesn't matter. Mm. But one, tell I it. I know for a fact matters is attraction. You like believe this it. person yes. needs to look good to me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because in those moments of intimacy, I need to like looking at you. You better you say know? it, girl. And even. You, you know, and I, I, yes, I, I just have to put that out there because in a lot of Christian circles, they make it sound like it doesn't matter, but it matters. Oh, it matters. It matters. When, Come on. Yes, when this man gets on my nerves, I can be like, "Oh my gosh, you get on my nerves, but you sure are fine." <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> and, and that I, I. 
wholeheartedly believe that that has to be somewhere, you know, that's got to be in my thoughts. Like, man, this, yes, you this guy right here, he, you're right, he daughter. He's handsome. Like, I like looking at him. Daughter, you know what? You I know? said this on the last, our last well, with what's the singles, the, the last podcast we did with the singles, and one of the things I said is what you're saying, right? You know, uh, everybody talk about it. we're talking to the singles and asking, you know, what I'm saying about what you want in a relationship out of a person that you want to date or whatever the case may be, marry. And you know, we're talking about a lot of things, and I just had to ask the question: Do we not care about looks anymore? Are you do does it not matter? Because to me, it matters. You right. know. You know, yes. we, we can, we, you know, we can, we can be real uh, spiritual and all those other things. But I'm going to tell you right now, uh, there's something spiritual about looking at somebody you want to be with. Uh, <laughs> just tell you, yeah, that's that's a spiritual thing. When I look at her, I will tell you right now, I I, I have a praise moment. <laughs> So, so, so it's got to be spiritual because I, I feel like praising him. <laughs> I'm not going to mention any names, but, you know, I had a few friends. And so the question that my husband and mother had for him was, which one are you talking about you dating? Well, listen, I'm going to tell this story real quick. And, uh, you know, we, 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 we're going to get up out of here. But so when my wife and I was uh, dating in that little short span of time that we actually dated, <laughs> um, that's my wife says she had this um, one friend, very wonderful person, just a wonderful person. Um, and, uh, you know, but uh, she, she had a beautiful spirit. A uh, beautiful spirit, mm-hmm. um, uh, but um, uh, she may not have been as beautiful on the outside as she was on the inside. That's a nice way to put that. Yeah, it <laughs> is. Yeah, that's a nice way to put that. Okay, mm-hmm. and, and so uh, so when I was getting ready to introduce my wife to my mom, um, her and her friend came down, and my mom was looking out the door uh, and saw the fr- saw saw the two of them, and my mom just wanted to know. Which one? <laughs> which, 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 which one of these now? <laughs> you know, and I, but but I I think that uh, you know your point um, is very well um, taken. Because it does help when you're going through and you're challenge, having these challenging moments that relationships have, marriage is going to have these challenging times, you know. Um, um, but in those challenging times, if uh, you can be attracted to the person, you know. But I, well, I tell you right now, they don't made me mad, but I, they sure look good. That's a good point. That that's that's, that's a good quality to have. Yes. And that quality may be the quality that gets you past the moment till you can at least think, well, they do respect me, and you know we do get along, and this is just a moment. But there has to be something that 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 breaks the moment of anger and allows you to get past that <laughs> moment, so you can get to the deeper things. Yes, right. And, and something. And sometimes, right. uh, sometimes that is as simple as you look good, and I think that is a wonderful, <laughs> a, what a wonderful uh, quality. And I think for our audience, uh, I, I think one of the things um, that 
a couple of questions that I want to leave with our audience that you want to ask yourself. If, uh, one, we talked about a few moments ago, is ask yourself in your relationship, um, is my heart safe in this relationship? Right. Is, is my, can, I, can I become vulnerable? And is, is my heart safe in this relationship? You know, uh, can yes. I find a place in this relationship where I can feel safe? Almost as though I can be the little boy or the little girl again. Mm-hmm. And I feel right. that place of safety. That's a good question. I think, yes. too, I think that uh, question becomes, um, um, do, does this person, does this person respect me? Can, can they respect me as a woman or as a man? Can they respect me uh, as, a, as the mother of their children, as the father of their children? Can they respect me as a person, as a human being? Can, do they respect me? You know, does my opinion matter? You know, do, do, they, right. do, do they count what I have to say as being just as important as what they have to say? So do they respect me? I think Amen. that's a good question. Th- three, I think that the question becomes is uh, on my worst day, on our worst days, you know, do can I look at that person and like that person enough to say we can get past this? Do do they do I right. find them attractive even when the situation is not attractive? It can can I find attraction right. still? Uh, in them. Mm-hmm. And then I think for us, um, I think that the point that I want us to leave with the fourth thing is, uh, and I think it's the key, is do they love God more than me? Do they love God Amen. more than anything? Because if they can love God more than anything else, then God will show them how to love me and help in those areas. Right. Um, but, right. uh, you know, I want my wife to always love God so much, so, so very much that she says, God, if this man don't want to serve you, I'm going to love him, but I'm going to serve you anyway. I won't because her relationship with God may be the thing that brings me back when I find myself off course some days. Yes. Maybe it's her prayers. Right and how she prays for me and how she uh, entreats God on my behalf, you know. And I, so I want her to love God in such, in such a way. And I have seen that in uh, you all over uh, these last almost 30 years, and it has been uh, wonderful, wonderful to watch you all in ministry, to watch you all uh, raising your children to watch you all just being in love uh, as a couple. And we treasure that. And Val, I think that um, uh, one of the things that we find joy in is that uh, what God gave to us and how, how God taught us, we can see it duplicated in them. Don't you feel that way? Yes, that, that is the blessing to be able to see, as I say, the fruits of your labor. And at the moment, Amen. we didn't think of it that way. But now, as we look back throughout the years, you all are the fruits of our labor. 
And we thank God for mm-hmm. you all and uh, just to see where you're at and how you're still flourishing and what God is doing with you all. And, I mean, we can talk all day long because, you know, we're family. We have a relationship, you know, where you are. Mm-hmm. Uh, we talked a lot today on the spiritual and from the uh, marital point, but you all have um, careers, great education, and, I mean, God has really used you and, and is using you in a mighty way. And so, I mean, there are no words. I would say again, as I said before, as Bishop Mom would say, I'm just peacock proud of you. Well, Damon and Candia, we have enjoyed talking with you. And audience, we know that you've had a great time listening to us talk with Damon and Candia Reeves from Colorado Springs, um, Colorado. So make sure that you continue to stay tuned uh, for Keep the Fire uh, Burning. If you have any questions on relationships or would like to like for us to answer any questions on the podcast, remember you can email us at ktfbpodcast, ktfbpodcast at gmail.com. Yes, you can also listen to the podcast each Monday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Simplecast, and follow us on Twitter at Keep the Fire Burning. Well, until next week, remember to keep the fire burning.